thank you for your word. We bless you and we lift you up. Lord, I just praise you and thank you, Lord, for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And we praise and lift you up in this place, Lord God. Now, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And, Father, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every area of our lives. Father, give us instruction. And, Lord, I just thank you for sending the Holy Spirit and never letting us down. And we praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're talking about righteousness versus sin consciousness. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about Abraham because he was faithful and God accounted to him as righteousness, his obedience. Amen. So righteousness is a gift. And I think God wants us to understand righteousness so that we won't lose hope and lose heart. So that we won't listen to that voice that tells us you messed up, you ain't there. You know, the devil, he just, that's his song. And he ain't going to sing nothing different. <laughs> you, know, you know, he stays on the same frequency. And he sings the same tune. He plays it over and over again until he tries to force us to receive it. Amen. So uh, righteousness is a gift. In other words, we don't have to earn it. It's unearned. It's, un- it's just, Amen. It's just like salvation. You didn't pay for salvation. You can't see it. You can't hear it. But you know you received it because it was offered to you from the throne of heaven. God took over, instructed you, and you said those words and he received you in heaven. Amen. Your name was written in the Lamb's book of life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, mine is there. Here we go. Amen. In other words, righteousness is being in right standing with God. It's right standing. Amen. It doesn't mean you did everything right today. But it's right standing. That means when he looks at me, he says approved. I am approved. Amen. Hallelujah. Even though I may have messed up this morning. Even though I may have not asked God, what do you want me to do today? You know, maybe I was acting in a ritualistic way. Oh, got to go pray, got to do prayer. But he's still, I'm in right standing because I know how to acknowledge it and repent. Say, God, I didn't ask you. (laughs) You know, hallelujah. But I am in right standing with God and so are you. Amen. So being in right standing is having a right understanding of who God is and a right understanding of his power and his love and his authority. When you know these things, when you understand these things, amen, when you know his voice and you obey him because you believe in him. So right standing with God is just trusting, obeying, and believing in him. Although sometimes we mess up and sometimes we fail. Amen. So we know that voice. And it's a gift like salvation. Amen. There's a lot of free gifts. Grace, mercy. There's a lot of free gifts in the kingdom of God. Righteousness is one of them. And so in other words, that's why the Bible says we are made righteous. Hallelujah. We're not born righteous. We're born into sin. And then he makes us righteous. Amen. Because of one man's sin, which is Adam. 
We were born with a sin nature. So we're born in the sin. So that's why God had to make us righteous. Amen. Because we couldn't earn it. Is there any questions? Hallelujah. <laughs> so we don't earn righteousness, but God imparts. And that's the other thing. It's earned. I mean, it's a gift. It's not earned. And, and we impart. God imparts it or imputes righteousness to us. Now, to who? To those that believe. See, when you think of faithful Abraham, he believed and it was accounted to him as righteous. If you don't believe stuff that God is saying, it's not imputed unto you. You've been made righteous, but it's not imputed until you believe. Are y'all here today? Amen. So that word imputes also where you know it means in parts, but it also means accounted. We know that because it was accounted to Abraham. It also means reckoned, credited, evaluated, or summed up. So in other words, God looked at faithful Abraham and he summed it all up. He says, I I credit you with righteousness. I account it to you or I impart it to you because he looks at your total being your total understanding although we fail but if we're doing the best that we know how to do and repenting when we mess up he accounts to us righteousness and he imputes it to us amen why because we're justified by faith amen so not only are we um, uh, uh, not only has he imputed righteousness we're made righteous but we're justified by faith Amen. So in other words, God has given us the measure of faith knowing that we're going to receive righteousness by faith. Are y'all here today? Amen. Everything is received by faith. So we are righteous and justified because of the finished work. Hallelujah. It is finished. The finished work of Christ Jesus. So like faithful Abraham, we have been made righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. So although we have a sin nature, we've been made righteous. Let's go to, let's say, I don't know if I want, let's go to Romans 5, 15. Get it out of the way. Because I want to back everything up. Romans 5, 15. And it says, but the free gift is not like the offense. We know that. Thank God. Amen. Least any man should boast. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many and the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned for the judgment which came from one of the from one offense resulted in condemnation but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification the free gift are y'all here i would like to read 17 but my page is torn so can anybody read verse 17? It says, for by the one man's offense, 
death reign. Okay. You can keep going. I don't have it. (laughs) For by one man's offense, death reigned. By one much more, they who received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by the one Jesus Christ. Okay. 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one man, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Amen. Okay. 19 says, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one man shall many be made righteous. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. That was 17, 18, and 19. So we reign with Christ. We reign with him. And we are made righteous because of the finished work. Hallelujah. Now let's go back. Go to Romans 4. Verse 3. And it says, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted... To him for righteousness. Amen. And that word accounted again mean reckoned or credited, summed up, evaluated, or imputed. So it was accounted to him for righteousness. And verse 4 says, For to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but a debt. So in other words, if you act like... Uh, being a Christian is like going to your job. Amen. See, if it's not coming effortlessly, I mess that word up every time. And if it's not a joy for you to serve him, and if you're serving it like a sentence or like you do your job, then you owe a debt. Because it's not coming freely. Amen. You're into works. And when you get into works, there's a debt. Amen. Pastor Shirley. So to to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes. Hallelujah. See, because the opposite of works is faith. So to him who does not work but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. So if you drop the work, I'm trying to have faith or I'm trying to hang in there. See, that's what we do when we get in the flesh. Been there many times. And I have to stop and say, wait a minute, let me get back in the spirit. See, because when it's a chore and when it's heavy and it weighs you down and you can't take it no more and you hanging by a thread and you just, you know, barely hanging on. See, that's that's the flesh, the arm of flesh, and it puts you into works. Amen. But when you back up, repent and say, you know what, God, I'm just trusting you. That's why most of us, we have to get to the end of our rope before our faith works. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we, we've exhausted ourselves. Y'all know it's the truth. 
Amen. And so when we do that, <laughs> we seem to get victory. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So verse 6 says, just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works, blessed are those who, whose lawless deeds are forgiven and those whose sins are covered. Amen. See, we receive forgiveness. And verse 8, blessed is the man whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are blessed. Amen. So, uh, let's see, do I want to go any further? Uh, No, let's drop down to Romans 4.20. And it says, he did not waver. Back to Abraham. He did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. So why do we need to read this again? We need to connect, not just that he's been made righteous, but how did he get to be made righteous? What did he do? He believed. He didn't do nothing else. Because had he done something else, then it would have been works. Amen. Amen. And so he simply believed that's why childlike faith is all we need. The measure, you don't need more faith, you got enough. But you have to, see, with just believing is a trust thing with God. You got to been through some stuff. Because in the beginning, don't forget, they didn't believe, they didn't trust God. Sarah laughed when he told her, I would laugh too. That's a joke. And so she laughed, and then they got a plan B. As you know, they didn't believe him. So it wasn't, see, so when we hear these scriptures, it's not to put you in condemnation, because they didn't believe it either. That was a big joke to them. But as he walked with God, and as he continued with him, and he started to look at the other things that God did, amen. See, that's what we have to do. We have to look at what God has done. And then say, well, if he can do that, then he must be able to do this thing that he's promised. Generally, a promise, sometimes God, you didn't even ask God for it. Amen. But it's in his will to give it to you. Hallelujah. So he did not waver or stagger at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. That's all his faith needed was strengthening, not more. Amen. It's good to know we got enough. (laughs) It's good to know that we have enough, that we have faith. Because the devil will tell you, you ain't got faith. You're a failure. You didn't do this. I mean, it just goes on and on every single day. And he's not going to stop until you make him shut up. You shut him down. If you don't shut him down, he's going to come back with it next week. He's not going to stop. Where there's an open door, he don't stop. Where there's weakness, he going to push that thing in. Until all the weakness is gone. That's why we have trials. Ouch. Amen. <laughs> trials strengthen us. Amen. They're not fun. Nobody wants them. But trials strengthen us. Amen. You come out stronger. 
Verse 21 said, and being fully persuaded. Why? Because his faith was strengthened and he gave glory to God. He started thanking God for the promise. Thank you, Father, that I, I am the father of many nations. He received that thing and he started thanking. Thank you, Father, that I, you know, I own a cattle on a thousand hills. Thank you, Father, that your word is true. Did he see anything? No. But he kept going with his mouth until it became manifest. Amen. And it took 20 years, but it came to pass. And this is why we are accounted as righteousness because of what he did. Amen. What you're doing today is going to be for somebody else in your bloodline. That's how it works. Didn't just stop with faithful Abraham, but it starts with faithful you and me. Amen. Hallelujah. So what you're doing is going to be handed down to somebody. And that's how we really got saved. You know, my grandmother was a seer. A little unusual. But she was a prayer too. And she prayed for all of us. That's how our salvation came to my household. See, it's not just...